The views and opinions expressed in Media Litter Sandwich do not reflect on the views of the network, station, studio, website, sponsors, guests, hosts themselves, anyone or anything else associated or even not associated with this podcast. Maybe not even the person that said them. In other words, do your own research and do not sue anyone over what is said on this show. Out of all the beautiful buildings, he works in the ugliest one. That's not my problem. I, 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 I was distracted. I didn't know they would take offense that he works in the ugliest building. Oh, hey, I got to go. Hey, welcome to Media Litter Sandwich, the podcast that talks about, well, anything media, mostly from a creator's standpoint. Uh, we have all sorts of interviews, but today there's no guest. Don't, don't, don't turn me off yet. Don't turn it off yet. My name's Toden. Well, I got another name too, but everyone knows me as Toden from Toden.com and of course, MediaLitterSandwich.com. And you can find the podcast on many different apps. If you can't find it on your favorite podcast app, let me know. And we're also on YouTube. And you can also find out the two previously mentioned websites, Toden.com and MediaLitterSandwich.com. And you can also find us on DVRadio.net. And oh, hey, I hit my Fitbit steps for the day. I need to mute my phone. So anyways, you can find us on dvradio.net every Tuesday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And they have undergone a couple different changes. So um, to listen to it while on your mobile phone, you could still go to the website. But if you want, were listening on a different app, they are now on the 360 app. They changed music services or they changed streaming services, but you can always just go to the website. I do, even on my cell phone, I just go straight to the website because you can also chat there. So on Tuesday nights, you can ch- listen to a, you know, a recording of an episode, but I'm in the chat room and we can talk. So if you're like, hey, uh, Toad, you know I could hear you breathing, right? Yeah, I'm trying to work on that. So, yeah, you can tell me stuff like that in the chat. You could, you know, almost like you could ask me anything. So today, uh, since we have no guest, I decided to kind of expand on the Toad and Reads a little bit for today. I'm going to do something a little bit different. Uh, I tried this a few episodes ago, so I'm going to tweak it again and do this. Let me know your thoughts. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I was thinking about reading... Some of those uh, spam lists you see on, like, Facebook, like, oh, the top ten movies or the things you didn't know about, whatever, whatever. And the list being nothing like what the clickbait title was. So I decided to go ahead and search, like, uh, top movies that couldn't be made today. But instead of clicking on those lists, I clicked on a Reddit thread. And I think that's more fun because it's generated by people and not so much some author just trying to put a clickbaity thing out there, you know? So these are, I want to read through some of this Reddit thread and maybe some other websites as well of movies that cannot be made today. And we could talk about those as we go along. Uh, Let's see here. What movies are unique? For example, Mrs. Doubtfire. I feel like a movie about a guy dressing up as an old lady to secretly break his custody agreement is a little risky. Yeah, I mean, you look at that, 
look a lot of the movies we made, not just the 90s, but even before then, people weren't so concerned about the whole PC thing. Today, <laughs> today I'm sure people, one, would get upset because, hey, you have a cis, white, straight guy, or at least someone that we assume to be a cis, white, straight guy, uh, whatever, dressing up as a woman for the purpose of sneaking or you know to see his kids without them even knowing that that's their father there can be a lot of weird discussions on that um and i felt like the movie had a line or at least they had a couple looks in it to kind of transcribe what everyone else was thinking <laughs> it's like yeah see that look see that look like it's not what you think that <laughs> that that's all that was said then now I don't know if they could do that today. If they did it today, it would have to be a cartoon. Um, I feel like that's the only real way. I think that's why we see more adult cartoons now. Because we could tackle comedic subjects without reality getting in the way. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Because you can extend your... your um, your uh, extension of belief, you know, wh whatever your realm of belief is that you have to have that extension to watch movies. For a cartoon, you can push that a little bit further. Uh, we find ourselves doing that whenever we watch kids' movies a lot. Our, our realm, our, our extension of, of belief just goes further out so we can enjoy it. I mean, I believe in talking unicorns, but... Some people find that a little hard to believe, so they have to... <laughs> well, so we got uh, Mrs. Doubtfire is an example. Another example is Soul Man. Uh, I've seen that on Comedy Central many times as a kid. Comedy Central used to play a lot of, I think, just cheap movies. <laughs> I think they were able to get hold of a lot of cheap movies, uh, uh Back in there, uh, early, you know, in the early mid '90s. So yeah, I've seen Soul Man a few times. Would not be able to be made today. Mm -mm. Don't think. So. I don't think so either. Um, the whole anything blackface, even Trop, uh, Tropic Thunder or was it Thunder Tropic, something like that, where Robert Downey Jr. Uh, that was a part of the movie. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it could be made today. Just not very successful. People would be very mad. Um, Revenge of the Nerds is the first one that comes up. The other Soul Man and Stoutfire were examples. The first uh, comment is Revenge of the Nerds. I agree on a couple different reasons. Obviously, there was a panty raid scene in Revenge of the Nerds. And, of course, the I don't want to go too much into it, but there's a scene at the fair of the things that they sell of stolen photographs. No way would that be allowed today, and these guys be considered the good guys. All that totally can't be done. Uh, um, I mean, for one, it's a sexual exploitment and harassment uh, that you can't be seen as a good guy while doing that. It's very well, as you shouldn't. That is not good guy things. You can't have the good guy doing things like that. Uh, especially not today. Back then, uh, I don't know. When I was a little kid, I didn't know any difference. Now I know the difference. And I don't think 
we could make that today, uh, and rightfully so. We shouldn't be. I probably shouldn't have watched it as a little kid. I think a little kid should not have been watching Revenge of the Nerds. The other reason I don't think it'd be made today is because we look at people, quote unquote, nerd, very different today. Um, you know, we're in the internet culture. We're in a very technological culture. I'm looking at a big window and I'm watching people ride electronic, you know, electric scooters, you know, those bird scooters and stuff. I'm watching people ride those back and forth. We're in a very different age. I mean, even I was riding uh, um, a scooter even like uh, in college, not even maybe eight years ago. And people were making fun of me for doing that. Now it's the norm. Complete. I thought. I thought it was really weird that I was being made fun of back then. Um, but yeah, our, our definitions have changed. Bowling has definitely changed. Uh, the only way to make a Revenge of the Nerds movie, it, it would have to be like Revenge of the Jocks. You know, even though we still see the quote unquote jocks being the bad guys and a lot of uh, a lot of teenage type things. I I feel like today it would be vice versa. Because they're like, yeah, the nerds, man. We're all nerds. Even people are totally not nerds are nerds because they like a comic movie. I, I don't know. Just the whole perception is, is different. I mean, culture changes. Uh, Animal House. Again, a lot of the same things, problems that Revenge of the Nerds. I shouldn't say problems. Uh, today's issues uh, would reflect that a lot. Um Again, you can make a cartoon. Uh, man, Animal House was almost like a cartoon, I feel like, watching it. <laughs> a lot of those scenes, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, but there's a lot of... Uh, this comment does have uh, some examples in it. Um, but yeah, basically, sexual harassment and uh, is bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. All that is bad. Uh, and they also don't... There's also a lot of people that had issues with stereotyping in there, too. Uh, they went to a bar that was predominantly uh, like a jazz bar. And, you know, the records, everyone stops playing when a bunch of white guys walk in. Uh, a lot of people had issues with that scene, too. Um, I feel like that scene today, a lot of people say you can't make it. I feel like if you tweaked it a lot, you can do something similar. Um, but not completely. No, you still couldn't do it. I'm just thinking out loud now. No, you couldn't do that scene today without, yeah, without someone, you know, without it being a comedy. It'd have to be a comedy or, or I don't know. I don't know. Prove me wrong. I'm sure someone will. Or I'll edit that out. So most of these comments, again, uh, are, are, are different uh, perspectives of sexual harassment. And just like, look, any, any date rape, any sexual harassment jokes are just out. If the quote-unquote hero or the good guys do it, it's completely out. So again, that goes with 16 Candles. Um, <laughs> and that 16 Candles also had other issues. Uh, let's see. Uh, the long duck dong character. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. So that w and that would probably also go towards um, uh, breakfast at Tiffany's, which is an obvious choice. 
let's find something that's not so obvious. Uh, seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Never seen it. Uh, uh, let's see here. Basically, a musical about kidnapping and and Stockholm syndrome. Um, yeah. What about Beauty and the Beast? That you know, a lot of people say Beauty and the Beast should never been made the way it was, and yet. We have Beauty and the Beast, which is a children's movie that very well deals with Stockholm Syndrome uh, and possibly um, interspecies. Uh, you know, I know they it's a kid's movie. It stands for other things. But pretty much a lot of what, what's covered, you can just change the change a couple cosmetics and do something with it. Um, just not do it the same way. That's not why I feel like these lists. Well, this isn't a list. These are ideas. And and when we say a movie can't be made today, it would be the exact same movie, shot by shot. Uh, the way they dealt with something, it would have to be tweaked a little bit. And that I can agree with. Um, Song of the South. I feel like so- I, I feel like I need to rewatch Song of the South. I feel like Song of the South uh, when I read the um, when I when I read the explanations of Song of the South where because there's a lot of people that that don't understand the the character and the one story that uh, basically it's an ex-slave that is cheerful. Uh, zip dee doo da zip dee day. I feel like I need to re- rewatch it to kind of get the sense of what's going on there. But yeah, I think I need to rewatch Song of the South. I, I don't think that could be made today in the same context, same shot by shot for sure. Uh, but I do feel like it's possible. It's possible it got a bad rap. I don't know. I need to rewatch it. There's a very good chance I rewatch this and just like, what? You know, I feel that way with a lot of movies as you're a kid. You, there's just things that go over your head and you just don't don't catch. And you watch when you're adult and you're like, I was allowed to watch this? I feel like Song of the South would probably be one of those movies. Right now I'm looking back at it, at it as when I watched it as a kid. Lawrence of Arabia. Now this is an interesting uh, comment. They say the budget would be enormous, and I don't think any studio will greenlight spending that much money. Yeah, if they did Lawrence of Arabia today, they would probably be spending way more money than they did back then. It'd be a beautiful movie. Absolutely beautiful. And hopefully they wouldn't just CGI it like one person said. They'd probably just CGI everything. Hopefully they wouldn't do that. Um America Pie, people can not believe they made America Pie when they made America Pie. Uh, Porky's, again, that's a movie that people, wouldn't that came, uh, when I watched it as a kid, even though it came out probably 10 years uh, before I've seen it, uh, I watch it, yes, I watched Porky's as a kid, as a 12, 13-year-old, uh, I loved that movie. And that was a movie when, when I was caught watching, I was like, you can't be watching that. Yeah, yeah, Porky's... Uh, I feel like they probably couldn't make that today without being very, very scrutinized. But they could probably do it in a different way, I think. They could probably do that a different way. Because if you look at Porky's and uh, American Pie, there's a lot of similarities. 
And there's things you can do. Just it's all just just we we're way more sensitive than when we used to be. Wow, one person said Jerry Maguire. Um, I gotta read this comment. Jerry Maguire, I'm not saying it couldn't have gotten made in an indie environment, but this was a big studio movie with a huge star that was the number one selling non-Disney VHS of all time. Today, a huge IP franchise film would uh, would get that kind of backing. Uh, there's only there's only a IP LP franchise. I don't know what that means. Jerry Maguire is a five act big budget art film about us. Oh, because it's an art film. That's why. Because it was like an indie. Jerry Maguire is a five act big budget art film about a sports agent who learns how to love. No studio would greenlight that for the amount of money that they did it. It's insane that it got made in the first place. I love it. it's a great film, but it blows my mind that it even exists. Also, Cameron Crowe has really lost his spark and cannot make that movie today, regardless of everything else. That's interesting. I wasn't even thinking about it in that perspective. But yeah, there's a lot of movies that were made on credit cards. That pop- Well, then again, there's a lot of movies that you can make for a whole lot cheaper today than was made back then. Um, you know, look at Clerks. Clerks was made on credit cards on black and white film. Today, if they just had a couple decent digital cameras, they could have done the whole thing even cheaper, um, which Clerks was made very cheaply, but it would be made even cheaper. I mean, look at a lot of really nice movies being made today just by a bunch of friends. You can do some really cool things, even with a cell phone camera. So, yeah, there's... I feel like the indie side can be can benefit a lot. The indie side of film, uh, that's what that's why what made YouTube so big, so good. And now we're dealing with censorship and other stuff. Uh, I feel like that's just the natural progression of this conversation. Is 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 the censorship and changing? Uh, as some people may know, uh, you know, we're on DV Radio, which is. Uh, under the same umbrella as dysfunctional veterans and their Facebook page was shut down, which is funny because the episode that came out after their Facebook page shut down, I was saying, yeah, you never know their, their, their Facebook page might get shut down. Well, it was, and it's back up. Uh, well, I don't know if that same one was back up. I had to relike it. So, I mean, they're still around their t-shirt company still around uh you could and of course their charity which is amazing uh and does some really cool stuff if you don't know about dv farm go to dvfarm.org check it out and uh if you're buying anything off amazon uh dv farm or if you're buying anything on amazon you smile that amazon and you could choose many charities doesn't cost you anything extra at all but what you're buying may donate a couple cents to a charity, and it adds up. My charity choice is DB Farm, obviously, but you can choose a lot of things. And sometimes I do change my charities for that day. So you can do a lot of cool stuff uh, using Smile.Amazon. And we are not sponsored by Smile.Amazon. We are, but we have a partnership. We're, no, we're syndicated. We're syndicated on DV Radio. So I do like to give shout-outs to them. Um, as for other branding... Uh, I go to a lot of shows and I like uh, swag, uh, so I'm wearing uh, swag from a. 
I think I played with some of their DJ equipment at GearFest. So I got a t-shirt. And I'm also wearing a golf uh, bucket hat promoting a golf thing, which I guess it's like one of the first major golf events or something in, in Detroit. So I'm going to be wearing this hat for a while. I like it. This is the only branding that I can really point to, though. My own. Uh, <laughs> yep, instead on top of my head, I throw it on my mic. I think it's fun. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I like taking a lot of swag from trade shows. Uh, I got some really cool pens. I got some... I got notebooks, <laughs> sunglasses. I'm the guy that goes to trade shows with a bag that, that's easily accessible. I'm like, ooh, that's cool. Put it in the bag. Oh, and I also I want to give a shout out to Rave Publications. Uh, if, if you're a Navy geek like I am, uh, I, I suggest checking them out. They their coverage of Infocom was really good. I was at Infocom this year, and I won an electric scooter like the Bird Scooters. So actually, I have a my own Bird Scooter now. Well, it's a not called a Bird Scooter. It's a it's actually made by Segway. So I got a Segway electric scooter. Uh, you know, from winning a, a contest. If you want to know more about that contest, uh, which was one of those picture contests, you can go check out my Twitter, which is at Toad and K. Or you can even look at my Facebook uh, my Facebook page, Toad and Or you can always ask me in the Facebook group, Be Dealer Sandwich. It's all good. So what else can we do? Uh, we could look up another article. Maybe, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and... Start a live show. I'm going to go to, since this is Media Alert Sandwich, maybe I should do Media Alert Sandwich. Maybe I should do Toten. Let me know in the future. Maybe I'll switch on and off between the two. Or I could do my, honestly, I th when it comes to Facebook live shows, I feel like if I go off my personal Facebook page, I will get more views than if I do the Media Layer Sandwich or the Toten page. But at the same time, I want those pages to get more attention. And it's just me, so I can't just go live on a page and then turn on the computer or have someone else, you know, and, and start promoting. It's like I need someone else there to help. And uh, <laughs> it's sometimes it's hard to do this when people are staring at you, too. I love this big window. I think I'm entertaining somebody right now. I'm going to go ahead and go live as I figure out what I'm going to say. Going live, going live, I'm singing to myself. There's lots of pictures of my beautiful scooter. Okay, so now I'm on Facebook Live and recording for Media Litter Sandwich. Why am I doing this? Well, because why not? I don't have a guest today. Uh, I do find it interesting when I do the live on Facebook because honestly, I'm just by myself. So do I go to my personal Facebook page? Do I do the Toten Facebook page? Do I do the Media Litter Sandwich Facebook page? Let me know what you want because you know I feel like I get more attention on my personal Facebook page. But I want the attention on one of the business pages, either the Toten or Media Layer Sandwich. That's where I want the attention. And I don't have somebody that I'm like, hey, you know, most of the time it's just, hey, you know what, I'm gonna go live. That's all. I'm just gonna go live. Just 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 a matter of whim. 
uh, and I don't have someone to go, okay, well, let me go ahead and promote you on this, on all your pages and groups while I'm, while I'm live. I, you know, you got to do it by yourself. And I'm just on a cell phone right now, so it's not like I have a device I'll stream on all of them at once. Of course, that could be kind of cool. I just realized it's kind of cool that I'm being recorded on the phone, on the camera, and on the computer over there. Three different audio devices. Two different video devices. And no one's watching me live. You know... But, you know, we're on social media and we're talking about, so this episode, we've been talking about movies that might not be able to get made today, mostly based on uh, PC stuff, you know, based on perception. And people don't get along like they used to. Like, I feel like there's a lot more social interaction today, uh, especially through social media, Um, because let's face it, even... Even before social media, you don't just go up and greet everyone in the streets. Uh, sober, at least. Sober, you don't go up and greet everyone in the streets. So there's more social interaction. And people on social media, you know, they're in a room by themselves and they f- feel like ranting, but they don't want to argue. Or they don't want to take different sides of a political argument. Um, I feel like we need to rethink the way we post, the way we see ourselves. Someone once told me, someone told me today, actually, not once, I've heard this a few different times, but someone told me today, like, everyone should get off of Facebook, everyone should get off of YouTube. It's just a virus. Uh, we're all being affected. We all feel like our opinions are worth way more. We're getting way more offended by everybody. That's I don't feel like that's wrong. Um, <laughs> I feel like this is a perfect discussion for Media Layer Sandwich. Uh, that's one reason why I'm on Facebook Live right now, in case if someone did want to uh, uh, jump on and commented, and then also they could kind of see uh, me recording. Because people have suggested, hey, why don't you record live? Well, here, I'm live. Nobody's there, but also they didn't know because I do this on a whim. Although I do record the same day and the same time most weeks. <laughs> but yeah, so is it a virus? I mean, are, are we just really thin-skinned? You know, um, it's one of those things where if you see somebody, like I'm looking at this big, you, you can't see, but there's a big, huge window in front of me. Uh, and I can see downtown Detroit street level. If someone fell, you know someone's going to find that funny and laugh, depending on how they fall. Um, and I used to think the same thing as as a kid and teenager. Today, when someone falls, I'm like, oh, no, are they okay? You know. And if they're okay, then I might laugh, depending on how they fall. fall. But your first, you know, my first gut reaction is, are they okay? I want to help. And I think that's a good thing. I think uh, a lot of us, our first gut reactions uh, when we see things online, especially because people ask for things online, is I want to help. I think that's a good thing. And I think that that's actually the basis of a lot of people's personal view on politics is they're empathetic and they want to help. You know, there's other ways to look at things, you know, because sometimes helping somebody isn't the best thing for yourself. Um, But that's a whole that's a whole other conversation, right? Well, I feel like that's, you know, but it's part of the basis of social media. 
We like helping people. Um, although sometimes things are funny. <laughs> and that's part of comedy. Comedy, dying's easy, comedy's hard, is the old saying. Uh, so when we look at Revenge of the Nerds today, I'm sure there's some people that still really have, oh, that can be done today, but that's still so funny. Uh, and others probably like, oh my God, this movie is making me uncomfortable. Do people feel that way? I mean, I actually put that out there on Facebook before, and there's people that I really thought they would say, yeah, yeah, that that, that would make me feel really uncomfortable if I watched it. I can't watch it. And, and they just go, yeah, one of my favorite movies. Really funny. Everything from the 80s or before the 80s now just couldn't be made. Everything. 90s, 80s, nothing because we look at it through this lens now. It, is that it? Is it just our culture changed that much or am I, or am I overthink, you know, or am I just thinking to Cause I'm sure if we dissect movies there in the theater today, although it just looks like the nineties are coming back. I mean, what's playing in the movies theaters today? We have toy story. Uh, we have Batman always in and out. I mean, it's not in theaters right now. I just, I just saw something the other day. That was a list of movies and they're all remakes, all remakes or sequels. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> I should look that up, but I'll lose Facebook Live, but no one's on that either. Well, a lot of times that's what it looks like. I mean, I'm sure you just look like if you just Google uh, uh, um, 90s movie strikes again or something like that, I'm sure you'll come up with them images of movie theaters playing all these remakes at the same time that looks just like what in the 90s was Toy Story and Chucky, and there's like three others. Uh, right, Aladdin, Toy Story, Chucky, Aladdin, and two others right now in the theaters right now at the States recording. So, yeah, it does kind of look like the 90s are returning in the movie theaters. I mean, no one said, uh, you know, I'm sure someone out there like, oh, yeah, they couldn't make Chucky today. No, they totally can. <laughs> Movies are still being made. Just majority of them are based off of older movies that are somehow still accepted or, uh, or just remade or they're cartoons. I don't know. I don't know. Let me know your thoughts. Uh, you can find our group at media litter sandwich. Um, I feel like I need one more topic, one more topic. Give me a comment. No one's commenting. Okay. Well, I'm going to go use my phone because I'm recording media litter sandwich right now. So, so I deleted that, uh, and I did it because I feel like if I did do this live, if I decided to do that again, uh, I, I can't save it because people watch that instead of the actual show. And the actual show, we have better audio. We have better video. At least I hope it's better video. You know, I, I don't feel like I could do it live off my phone. Although I have seen other shows uh, filmed right here in the studio doing that. And it sounds great on their cell phones, but it's also not what they're recording for their actual podcast. When you listen to the actual podcast, it's going to sound a whole lot better. Um, I want to find one more thing. You know what? Let's go ahead and what shall we search? Let's find a spam post, huh? Should we? I'm just going to scroll through Facebook and 
So the first spam article listing I found on Facebook is from ask.com. I guess they're still around. I, I know Jeeves like retired or something, but it, it's I, I didn't know ask.com was still around. But they are, and they sponsored this Facebook post. The, uh, the post reads, This movie flop nearly killed Bruce Willis' acting career. Here are terrible movies that almost ruined the careers of A-list actors. And the Lynx headline from Ask.com is 29 movies that almost ruined careers. I'm going to go ahead and click that. Now, I don't have uh, spam filters or anything like that uh, on uh, on my phone. So hopefully this won't be a page-by-page type thing. Okay, so the actual headline is these 29 movies almost ruined actors' careers. So it's pretty close. Just missing one word um, in the Facebook thing. Now, I bring that up because I'm sure other people that have clicked these things have noticed a lot of times the actual headline of the article is different from what they advertise on Facebook. You know, it'll be like 10 things they didn't want you to know about Seinfeld. And then the actual article is like 10 things you maybe didn't know about Seinfeld, you know, something like that. (laughs) You know, it's not hidden or it's something that everyone knew just... Or assumed and didn't know. Anyways, um, this article is written by, and I'm going to butcher this name, Rosunara, R-O-S-U-N-N-A-R-A. And then the last name is just the letter R. So even though I can't pronounce your name, Rosunara, Nara, I, I apologize, can't pronounce your name. Um, not without a guide, at least. I still think last name should be included because if you don't include your last name, even though your first name is pretty unique, uh, I, I don't think that's proper credit. I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't want to read this entire article. Let's just go ahead and start reading the, the bold, here's the people. Halle Berry, Catwoman. Terrible movie. Can't get through it. Um, wait, did Halle Berry star in anything after Catwoman? Um, Berry's flame, fame flourished in 2000s with Boomerang, Flintstones. She was barely in Flintstones. And I don't know if you'd call Flintstones a big blockbuster either. It didn't. It's a fun live action movie, but I don't, I, I don't know. I can't rewatch it. Um, X-Men, was she in X-Men? Was she Storm? Uh, Cool. Um, But yeah, Catwoman, I... I I don't really see Halle Berry around anymore. I don't know. uh, Let's see, Elizabeth Berkley, Showgirls. Again, was she in anything after Showgirls? I thought that did kill her career. Absolutely. She was at the... um, she was at a Comic-Con about 20 minutes away from Detroit, um, Motor City Comic-Con, although they need to change their name because they're – actually, they're about 40 minutes from Detroit. Yeah. So not in Motor City, not in Motor City Comic-Con uh, had Elizabeth Berkeley and everyone that's like, yeah, I love Saved by the Bell. And then they mentioned Showgirls. <laughs> I feel like that movie did ruin her career. Uh, let's see here. Cult classic now. Um, she's been uh, in unsuccessful movies. 
and she was in one episode of New Girl. Yeah. Showgirls did ruin her career. Uh, Jake Lloyd. Okay, next one is Jake Lloyd, Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. Don't know who Jake Lloyd is. Um, Maybe that's why. Was he the Jar Jar guy? Nope. He portrayed young Anakin Skywalker. Dude, when you're... Was he in a bunch of other things before? I mean, I don't know. Something about psychiatric ward? What? Um, okay, so he had issues growing up. Was he in anything? I thought this article was about almost ruining... Yeah, almost ruining actors' careers. I don't know who this person is. I feel like they maybe should rename this. You did ruin him. Um, Brandon Roth, Superman Returns. I assume he was Superman in it. Um, the only other movie I know him from, other than Superman Returns, is he played a small role in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. And because it was funny, because he was basically played Superman in that movie. So I'm not sure. <laughs> Did he come back? Uh, yep. He, uh, he was. He landed a few supporting roles in movies such as Scott Pilgrim vs. the World and The Informers. He oh that's right okay he's in he stars in Legends of Tomorrow as Ray Palmer okay I saw season two of that show that's a fun show um, I not quite movie stardom not you know not quite starting your own movie but that, you know it's a fun show I wouldn't know if I would say it was a great show but it's fun. It's not a show that I take seriously at all, even on a comic book movie standard. Um, Hayden Christensen, Star Wars Episode Two. He was he he was so whiny in that movie. <laughs> As I whine, I'm gonna whine about a whiny actor in a whiny movie. <laughs> um, was it? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, John Travolta, Battlefield Earth. I feel like that was a passion project for him. Um, yeah, I feel that was a passion project for John Travolta. And he did come back from that. And also, if you look at even the screenshots of John Travolta in that movie, he looks very different. It's easy to forget that that's him in that movie. Uh, ben Affleck and Geely. A movie I never seen. I I can't comment. Uh, Chris O'Donnell and Batman and Ronald. Uh, Batman and Robin. Batman and Ronald would be a way better movie. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he ever came back from that. Really, I never really like. Yeah, after after that movie, I don't think he ever really came back. Um, oh, he was in NCIS uh, Los Angeles. Never seen it. Uh, Mike Myers, The Love Guru. Yeah, I never seen it. I I feel like Mike Mike I I like some of his movies, but I feel like he plays the same characters a lot. Um Yeah. I do. Um Tom Green, Freddy Got Finger horrible movie. But he made that movie to be horrible. I don't feel like it, that didn't almost ruin his career. Tom Green being Tom Green almost ruined his career or did ruin his career. Sean Connery, League of Historian Gentlemen. He retired after that. That shouldn't be on this list. He retired right after the movie. 
doesn't belong on this list. Um, somebody I don't know on a movie that I don't know. Movie called Abduction. I don't know. Demi Moore, Striptease. I don't know. I, I don't feel like she was in... Min no, wait. She was just coming off of G.I. Jane, wasn't she? I think she was coming off of G.I. Jane when she made uh, Striptease. Um, yeah. I don't know what movie she... I feel like I should have another phone up to see what they did afterwards with IMDb. Um, let's see. Uh, Striptease earned several golden raspberry nominations and won six... But did it ruin her? Did it really ruin her or almost ruin her? Um, now she's in TV movies. Empire and Corporate Animals. Well, maybe it did ruin after a while then. Uh, Jenna Davis, Cutthroat Island. I did watch it. I thought that movie did good. I don't know. If I watched it, I was a kid. Uh, Topher Grace, Spider-Man 3. Yeah, I think Spider-Man 3 ruined Spider-Man 3. Topher Grace, I don't know if he... Uh, he's just not a movie star, and that was not a good role for him. I feel like Topher Grace could have been good Spider-Man. <laughs> of course, it was already taken. Uh, Madonna in a movie I never heard of. Yeah, Madonna's not an actress. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr., Scooby-Doo. No, he's... He, people liked him in Scooby. He did several Scooby-Doo movies. No, I'm going to disagree with that. When he has several of those movies, people know him from them. It does good. You know, honestly, this is, and oh, I'm going to make a point. I Ask.com made a very good uh, clickbait article because I don't have to click next all the time. And this is not as bad as all these lists come out. I, have, I find myself almost agreeing with some of them, although. When I rewatch this, I'll, I'll know because I don't remember what I said. I think a lot of these, the movie or it was the end of the actor's career because you never hear from them afterwards. Um, though Freddie Prince Jr., I think he did good. And people know him. I think he loved the shaggy roles. He makes shaggy jokes on Twitter still. So I don't think he would agree with that. Brad Pitt, War Machine. Uh, so that came out in 2017. I thought that... God, it's not that long ago. Um, it's 2019 as I record this. Yeah, that wasn't a great movie, though. I wanted to like that movie. When I saw the trailers, I wanted to like that movie. And just just wasn't good. Um, but that was in 2017. It's been, apparently, it's been several movies since then. Four movies in two years. That, that's not bad. So... I'm not going to say almost ruined his career. To say someone almost ruined an actor's career, they got to go years without making another movie. Like Elizabeth Berkley. Yeah, that movie totally... <laughs> so girls did ruin her career. Uh, Vin Diesel and the Pacifier. I think him taking roles that didn't fit what he's known for or just... Vin Diesel's not a comedic actor. I don't think so. So, yeah, that movie probably did did really damage him. And then he came back, Chronicles of Riddick, uh, and another Fast and the Furious franchise. He He's not a comedic actor. That's not what he's known for. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, Ghost in the Shell. People just didn't like Ghost in the Shell because they didn't want to like Ghost in the Shell. I actually enjoyed it. 
Disagree with me if you want. I think there was some politics stuff behind that too. People didn't want to see Scarlett Johansson play a role from an anime. They wanted an Asian person in that role. A lot, a lot of people did. Not Asians, so. <laughs> the Japanese audience was very happy with Scarlett Johansson, from what I understand. Um, Americans wanted, you know, since since a lot of us grew up with the anime, they wanted uh, um, an Asian uh, on the on the as the main cast, and that's okay. Um, maybe we should stop doing this. Maybe we should stop whitewashing all these movies. But she got a lot of hate for something that wasn't her decision. You know, she took a role that she thought was good. Um, Robert Bingini Pinocchio. This was apparently 1998, a live-action Pinocchio. I know nothing of it. So I'm going to scroll past. Bruce Willis, Fresh Chicago. I know nothing of it. I still like Bruce Willis in many movies. I just saw, uh, I finally saw Glass. Finally saw Mr. Glass. Uh, he was good in it. The Rock, Tooth Fairy, same thing as Vin Diesel. Although The Rock is now known as as a very, no, I, I want to agree with this one because at that point, we're getting kind of sick of seeing The Rock everywhere. But The Rock then started doing some voiceover stuff and I think The Rock now, where he is, he could just be in anything. But he does need to pick his roles, pick and choose his roles. He can't do another Tooth Fairy movie. That was that was not good. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and this next one I disagree with. I think Lindsay Lohan, uh, they say the movie that got her was I Know Who Killed Me. I think what got Lindsay Lohan was Lindsay Lohan. Uh, she had a lot of issues, and all her time in the press did not help her, which is why she got, you know, the movies that came to her weren't very good. Um, Cuba Gooding Jr., Boat Trip, terrible movie. He should not have done that. He, So many people knew him, and he chose a bad movie. I feel like Boat Trip would would have done better. Kind of what we talked about earlier, the, the movies made in the 80s and 90s. I feel like Boat Trip... Should have been if it came out in like the 80s or the early 90s, it would have done better. Uh, Terrence Howard, Iron Man, yeah, people did not like him as War Machine. Um, he didn't quite, you know, like that. Um, some movie called Jutopia. What's Jutopia? I don't want to know. Jennifer Love Hewitt, love Jennifer Love Hewitt, never heard of the movie Jutopia. Never heard of it. Um, don't know that actor. Don't know that movie. Man, this list just goes on and on. Jamie Kennedy, don't know who he is. Son of the Mask. Um, everyone knows that's good. It's just a concept. You know, that's a bad movie. You know, some of these aren't movies that ruined A-list actors. Some of these are actors that were already going down. Um, I feel like that's the case in a few of these for sure. And that's the end of the list. All right, cool. So, should I do more stuff like this? Um, I don't know if I did it well. Tell me in the comments. Email me, podcast at medialairsandwich.com. Let me know. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. I hope you felt like it was a conversation. 
And you know what? Whatever you do, whether it's arguing on Facebook or posting your own creations, whoever they may be, may the algorithms be in your favor. Thank you. Make sure to subscribe, like, share if you like this.